attacks having crippling anxiety freaking out not knowing anybody want to jump out your window in most cases you do jump out the window and if you don't you end up murdering multiple people jay what are you talking about this is what the government has led you to believe about mushrooms and lsd and psychedelics there's just such this crippling grasp on it that like demonized it from society and it's not the case you know there are rare instances where that happens but a lot of the times those people are messing around with other drugs and then it's like this cocktail they make and indulge in it and it just it's not a good reaction within them and then they freak the fuck out and start doing stuff like that like it's usually not just one dose of psilocybin mushrooms or like one drop of acid. In some cases, it could be very euphoric. I love them. They've done so much for me. So I have the absolute honor to be speaking with Gabriel Castillo. And he's a magic mushroom expert. He's a CEO, initiated Kirindero, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is a new word for me as well. That means a healer who uses folk remedies, and in this case, with legal plant medicine, and he facilitates it. He's also an author and a course instructor who is on a mission to help others become their own healers and detach themselves from the dogmas that are not their own. Working specifically with mushrooms, his focus is on opening deeper mental channels for those who are ready to receive it. Ladies and gentlemen, as I said before, please welcome Gabriel Castillo. All right. Hey, Gabriel. It's nice to meet you, man. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Thank you for having me, Jay. Listen, man, I love this topic. Psychedelics. I think there's great information out there now and there's studies finally that's that's circulating about the medicinal uses of psychedelics and I think in the the right aspects, they're more effective than pharmaceutical band-aids, you know, that are prescribed. I think that psychedelics do a wonderful job of getting to the root cause of an issue rather than just temporary, like patching it up. You know, Mm. do you feel the same way about that at all? I do. I do. I I totally agree with what you just said. Um, Psychedelics, if not... um, if they're not identifying the root cause, they're at least going to help the individual um, get out of their own way, at least a little bit. So at least whatever therapeutic um, journey they're on will have more effect. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. I agree. And, you know, the problems that I have with pharmaceutical companies is that they're major corporations, right? And every quarter they need to see their balance sheet net positive, and everything revolves around a monetary gain. So why would a pharmaceutical company want to heal a patient completely? That's just, it seems like a loss on revenue. It seems like a bad business model for them. So a, a good business model would seem like your clientele has to take their medicine every day for like the rest of their life, mm-hmm. you know? And, and right. if you don't take it, then you're back at square, square one. Correct. And, you know, before you know it, you're just, kind of stuck on this prescription for eternity and i just want to be clear for the records i'm not against every single pharmaceutical drug out there i just hate the fact that it's attached to monetary gain because shady mm-hmm. shit goes on when you when you get money mm-hmm. involved in that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah that's the that's the beauty of the psychedelics man it's helping the individual awaken to what they are in their power and um you know, what could, what they can do for themselves. I like to see it as it really helps increase awareness, especially when you approach it with the intention, um, you know, to operate better in the here and now. So 
tell me what Finally Detached is, man. I love that name. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, Finally Detached is um it's a it's a psychedelic company, man. It's a it's a company where we work with the mushroom. It's an educational platform, harm reduction, um, where we do retreats as well. Um, key key thing about us is that we're really teaching self-healing with um, psilocybin and really how to approach that therapeutically and how to cut out the middlemen, if you will. Who, who would the middleman be? Exactly the, the people you're speaking of. <laughs> that's what I like to hear, man. Yeah, that's beautiful. Absolutely. So the thing that I'm worried about is how does this eventually happen that the pharmaceuticals, the big man gets their hands on these drugs because they're, there's so much benefit to them. Um, you know, that, that's a, that's a tricky thing. Cause it's, um, you know, it's the psilocybin inside that they're after. Um, but yeah, I, I think the mushroom just wants to reach the masses and, you know, that, that, that lane or that avenue, if you will, is one, just one of the many, many routes that it's taking. And I see it as progress because, yeah, they're going to try to do the same protocol and the same operations with it. But um, the truth of it and the depth of it and those who really go deep with it know that it's it's protected only for um, a, a few, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it, it's it's always going to be in good hands. Right, right. So I want to know a little bit more about you. Tell me your first experience. Like, how did you come across psilocybin? Yeah, man, my first experience was <laughs> hmm, probably in high school. Yeah, that was yeah. way back then. Yeah, in high school, I had a. Um, it, it was just with mushrooms, and I was very unintentional. It was very recreational, um, and I was just with some friends. And then, um, you know, I tried it again in college. Uh, fell more into LSD as well, more critical thinking and analytical and had some profound experiences with that, but all very recreational um, until I um, had a, a friend that um, left this realm, if you will. And um, it got me to start um, focusing on, you know, taking care of myself and reprogramming my own mind. I started to see that um, we live in a... Hmm, a system that has been created, right? Um, and uh, that comes with programming. And I, I realized a lot of my thoughts were not my own and what I was mm. wanting. And uh, a lot of that just didn't suit my truth that was inside of me. And I didn't know how to um, walk that path or how what, what was on the other side of that. But I, I decided to trust my intuition. And um, through that, I sat with some of these psychedelics in a intentional setting. Um, just listening to some teachers and uh, like Alan Watts and just sitting by myself instead of going out and partying and stuff of that nature. And yeah, man, that had some deep, deep um, impacts just as far as my awakening process um, and fine tuning my awareness. I started to become more aware, very aware. Um, and I knew I had to um, take a journey instead of jumping right into the quote unquote matrix, if you will. I had to uh, <laughs> go go find out how to work my mind and go, go understand who, who I was and what I was. And did I figure that out once that journey started? No, but it started the journey. Um, and I got there, um, with the help of the mushroom and, you know, that's a, that's a long story of how it gets there, but that's the, that's the crux of it for sure. <sighs> Yeah, there there is just you touched on a, a few key points there. I mean, influence nowadays is just you can't you can't almost be without it unless you completely disconnect. It's a really to me I kind of see it as this dystopian thing just because I don't know what everyone's intentions are. Like their real intentions. Everyone just is is like monkey see monkey do it's just so generic to me and so copy and paste like I, how do you get down to actually knowing someone's core and it, it bothers me a little bit because I, I just don't know who i'm talking to anymore right. do you feel that way when you when you meet some people yeah absolutely it's funny because that's a paradox i i think um 
you know, especially with the plant medicines, what I've um, had many epiphanies over, and I'm sure many people do who work with these psychedelics and stuff of that nature, is that um, we are all, you know, one. And that's that's very, sounds very, very cliche, but it's very literal um, as far as just consciousness, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to trying to figure others out, you're really just looking at a reflection of yourself. And when you feel super comfortable in your own skin, especially around them, yeah. um, that mirror reflects right back. So then they show, they feel comfortable and you actually get to see who they truly are. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's kind of like that give and take relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's the reason why I like psychedelics is because it, it kind of strips away everything mm-hmm. You know, and then you actually like you. You're, sometimes, if you take enough, it your ego deteriorates, and you know, mm-hmm. it's just like something that came up to my mind, and it was just repeated over and over and over again. When I took a a pretty large dose of LSD, was uh, okay. So I was on the beach in Florida, uh, Sanibel, I think it's called. Hmm. And but um, do you know Sanibel Island? Yeah, yeah, I know Sanibel Island. Okay, for sure. that's where I was. Yeah. So I was just standing on the beach looking into the ocean and just this overwhelming thought kept coming is just be, just be. And I was like, everything is so complex. Humans make everything so complex with this bravado and this ego and having nice things makes you who you are and how much money it's like everything is just a human construct like if you really like get to the bottom of things every like everything is human made so why can't we all just like be in harmony and love like love is the answer for sure right and it, it almost seems like we're a part of this this horror film that the elites or who I'm not trying to get too conspiratorial, but now it's like really projected that there's just so much division and so much influence and mind control on these social media platforms. If everyone were to come together and love, like they wouldn't be able to split us up. Like most humans want the same thing, believe it or not. But once you're able, once they're able to, you know, have you choose a team and you do or die for that team, love kind of goes out the window and then there's, there's really no chance for us to, to come together and, and do good for the human race. Right. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. Very, yeah, man. No, I, I agree with you a hundred percent. It's very complex. I see many layers to that. Right. Um, absolutely. You're, you're, you're a hundred percent correct. Um, I, I think it comes down to awareness and a lot of people are distracted for sure. Um, and those distractions have gotten much stickier as time has progressed. And for those in the know, we get kind of weary because we've done the studying and research to know what's coming ahead. And um, we see the blindness of those around, which is just a lack of awareness. But um, on the back end, I can speak from just the psilocybin and the mushrooms perspective. It's it's as if it, all of this needed to be created and our awareness needed to be so lacked for us to be ready to receive um, the wisdom that is actually in some of these plants and these animals and uh, these psychedelics that we're going to um, pretty soon embrace very wholeheartedly. Um, I think it's very soon that we're going to notice that we cannot do it ourselves and that we're going to need some teachers and not humans, but the, the, the guides that have been there since the beginning. Um, and those are the, the, the plants and the fungus and, um, you know, those animals that, that carry the, <laughs> the potions and the mythical um, brews that take you to this other realm to help you see what you are um the magic that you are the fullness that you are and then you're able to really shed some of these um hmm, illusions that we live in um and you see the reality around you and and you're able to bring back what you truly are into the space and and that that creates empathy and love and kind of at the same time a detachment to the whole 
the whole game that's being played. You see it as a beautiful game because it is all a game and people are playing their roles and you can't have one without the other. And it's just, it's just everyone. It's just, everyone's just playing. And um, once you really see it as a game, you just choose what character you want to live. (laughs) It's a good way to put it. I agree with you. I like it so much because it it allows you to lower your guards and, you know, open up to the root of the problems that are stemming inside of you. And, you know, you can, whoever you are, you have an issue, you know, not, mm-hmm. no one's born perfect. So right. what this is like such a good tool to kind of defy who you are really in my mm-hmm. perspective. How often do you, do you use mushrooms? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, I microdosed today. Um, so did I. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> nice. Cheers, man. Um, yeah, but as far as fuller doses, you know, it hasn't, it's been a little while. I know my time's coming. Um, but typically when I dose, the, the medicine reveals so much that I have a lot to act on, if that makes yes. sense. Um, so plenty unravels and um, it stays in the system. It's it, it started to when I was building a relationship with it, um, and this is something we teach at Finally Detached as well. But when I first started, it was something outside of myself. So I had to nurture this wisdom that I came in contact with, um, and I came in contact after a large dose. So it was ten dried grams on an empty stomach, and that's where um, I really experienced what it what it was. Um, and there were penis envy. Um, and it really deteriorated my ego. Um, it shed me. Um, and I shed myself. So I started, I, I really got out of my way from that point. And that's when I started microdosing. Um, mm. And it, this relationship and that voice, whatever, what was in there, my higher self, if you will, um, it started to become very clear. Um, and it was operating through my intuition. I started to see the connection between my intuition and this kind of hmm, messaging, this kind of higher self voice or communication, um, the clarity, if you will, um, and just started to follow that. And that microdosing started to fine tune these kind of natural, I would say, quote unquote, superpower abilities that we all have. Um, and following that trusting the intuition it led to um a lot and through through that relationship it led to more things right it was like hey you know you need to grow me in this way or cultivate me in this way um you need to do this and this and you know i just started listening and that's what this has all been really in action and i feel the mushroom or the psilocybin or you know, when people realize themselves, a lot of people are on the same path. Um, and we're all starting to find each other, if that makes sense. Definitely makes sense. <laughs> Do you notice any, like, uh, physical benefits as far as, like, uh, anti-inflammatory or anything along those yeah. lines? Because, yeah, I was talking yeah. to um, Rick Strassman on the podcast and he was telling me about like a numerous amount of benefits that microdosing has. And one of them was anti-inflammatory. And I, I was like clueless to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um, I can speak um, for myself. I, I played football for CU um, and I played um, football for a little while. So I got a little, um, a few concussions and mm-hmm. when I was done playing, um, I would get headaches. I would get migraines pretty bad. Um, but um, after working with um, psilocybin and really approaching microdosing and um, a self-healing regimen of really, you know, helping to train my mind and um, be in a place to really be intentional and to receive it correctly. Um, yeah, I haven't really suffered from it at all. Um, and that's along with, you know, at first I was practicing yoga, really loosening up my back and my spine and all the muscles that were connected to that. Um, but then I just didn't have to do anything and you know it used to be frequent where it was like every you know two weeks I would have a pretty solid migraine that was pretty debilitating um and now it's just it's it's nothing um yeah it's it's so I don't know if that has to do with anti-inflammatory but I would assume there's something that that's going on in there that um that causes that Mm -hmm. 
I would definitely assume so too. Like, right. if it, yeah. I mean, what's the, is that like one of the only things that changed in your diet and then you notice like a change? Absolutely. Yeah. It changed right. my diet. And as I was growing this relationship with the mushroom, it was naturally cleaning out my diet at the same time. A lot of stuff that I wanted before that I, I, I found um, satisfying after I felt didn't really nurture me. Um, and that that's the same for a lot of the journeyers as well. They they don't know what it is. It's just something just feels like it doesn't, they, they don't need it anymore. Um, yeah. 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 What's, what's real wild is I get that from weed too, a little bit. Like um, mm-hmm. if, if I don't work out for a couple of days and I smoke weed, like <laughs> I get to my subconscious so easy and things will come to the surface. Like, man, you, you better get to the gym or something. Like, why are you eating that? Why are you eating that right now? You don't need to eat mm-hmm. that. Just like, that voice gets so loud about what you're doing. Like you can actually hear your body speak to yourself. And I love that as a tool. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's the communication right there, man. And listening to that, then you, you listen to yourself, man. And that's the, you're essentially your own, your own guide, your own healer, your own, you know, your own, you you cut out the middleman. (laughs) So do you think that, after doing it for a while, like let's say that you've been microdosing or smoking weed or whatever, not not into the the place where you're you're falling dependencies wise, but just like right. enough to understand. So, you, like when you take the substance, you hear the voice, you like you're in touch with your your body, you understand what it feels like. So then you get to a point where you're so in tuned with your body that you don't even need to microdose or you don't even need to smoke weed to hear that voice. Like you just understand your body is saying something to you. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And that depends on where your intention is, right? If your intention is to get in connection with the body, then yeah, that's where you can take it. Um, If your intention is to get in touch with something a little deeper, it, it, let's put it this way. It will go as deep as you're willing to go. Oof. That's the the questions, <laughs> yeah, whatever questions you have, man, it, it will it will answer as deep as you're willing to ask. So, and it it knows you and it studies you as you do this. And if you have the courage to ask, um, it will answer. And um, mm-hmm. and don't don't take my word for it. Um, experience it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Do you, so, do you think that? it's yourself that that is answering these questions or when we take psychedelics that we're tapping into like another dimension or like another frequency and we're getting an answer from an outside source yeah that's a great question um yeah um when it comes to psilocybin specifically i mean i've tried a lot of psychedelics and it's really the psilocybin that seems to have a voice that truly speaks um Others had statements or symbolic messaging, but it was never um, a dialogue. Um, yeah, psilocybin um, is definitely, we're, we're accessing something different. Um, let's just put it this way. The mycelium be- beneath our feet that fruits the mushroom it comes from the stars. It comes from the spores and the spores came from space. It sounds um, crazy, but it's true, everyone. Like, yes. <laughs> this is legitimate. You're not just like... You're not just saying this to be cliche, like this is no, actual man. fact. It comes from the stars. It comes from the stars. And I I, I I, think we have yet to really fully understand what this vegetable truly is. And um, it disguises itself very well. And that's why it's penetrating the masses so very easily. Um, yeah. And I think that's to its benefit and to its um, very sleek design. Um, that's no... Um, coincidence. Um, I think the invasion happened a long time ago, and it's right beneath our feet. It's so wild to think about. It's so crazy that mm-hmm. the human body is like it's part of us, right? It's part fungus. Mm-hmm. Like that. That is us. <laughs> it is us, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy to think about, man. That's why it feels so good to go in nature. And walk barefoot sometimes, or even if you're not right. barefoot, just go go walk through nature. Tell me how you feel. Go walk for absolutely. 15 minutes. Come back. Let's see how you feel. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> we naturally expand when we're in nature, man. It's beautiful, especially when you ground. You said it walking barefoot. I mean, 
I'm not one of those types to walk barefoot all the time, but yeah, I definitely do. And the sun, man, the sun, oh, the sun. is beautiful medicine. Mm-hmm. Oh man. It just recharges your battery. Absolutely. <laughs> We're such an interesting <laughs> species. I, <laughs> We're so complex. I mean, there's so many good things that that come out of being human. And and just like while we're here on this ride, just like enjoy it while you're in this meat suit for a little bit, getting to experience (laughs) Earth. Just like like do what you can while you're here. Right. Like do whatever you're able to do. Right. Yeah, do whatever you're able to do and do you, man. Do you and find out who you are, right? And and the the plants and the medicines are here to do that. And you have full access. There's no middleman. You can create the middleman in your head or you can, um, you know, find other outlets and they, they exist and there's trusted outlets you can go to. Um, and yeah, that's where the journey begins. Are you familiar with the, the sacred mushroom theory? Uh, sacred mushroom theory. I don't know, uh, much about any theories about the mushroom that's kind of going on. Um, I do believe that maybe I can answer it for you before you tell me. I have no idea. Yeah, but try. I do believe the, the mushroom is definitely, um, in the beginning it was the monkey and the mushroom. I believe religion does stem from the mushroom. And I do believe that without the mushroom other psychedelics wouldn't have ever even been identified um i believe it did grow our brain and that's the missing link um and it's so obvious but you know we're just so unaware uh (laughs) but i i think it's behind all of this if that makes sense that's why i don't stress out about any of the operations that's going on because I truly feel like it's the, the hand behind all of it. So once you start going into the deeper conspiracies, what is it really? Right. Um, um, yeah. And he was working with these psychedelics and plant medicines and um, yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Who knows? Man? Who, who freaking knows? <laughs> you, you nailed it, man. That's pretty good. You're like, I don't know, but I, I'm pretty sure I could answer it. <laughs> Yeah, sure enough, you did. How responsible do you think psychedelics are for like the advancements in civilizations? Um, Totally, I think um, they're they're very responsible. Um, Unless people are just tuned into their, you know, authenticity and their just vibration, and they're they're tapping into, and they're so open where they're receiving, you know, that kind of those messages that can be received when you're on the, on the medicine, because it kind of fine tunes for you instead of you having to um, be there, especially if it's meant for you to receive whatever those messages are, if that makes sense. Think about like the, the stone age, right? Mm-hmm. Like you had like hunter gatherers and like at, at the most primitive stage and mm-hmm. lived in a cave, but like what happened? Something snapped that, that, yeah. made them not do that anymore right like something had to have happened and and i like it must have been that they they were looking for food and they found these mushrooms or like fungus something growing and they ate them and then obviously you get like mental expansion that's mm-hmm. just what my theory would be on that absolutely yeah that that would be my theory as well um absolutely i think that's what the monkeys were doing um in the savannas of africa but absolutely, I think cavemen were doing the same thing. And that's what led to mm, deeper experiences, if you will, because you can run into a lot of stuff behind your eyelids, um, especially when you're on some heavy doses of psychedelics. And I'm sure they didn't play around. Um, um, that's why they have the shamans, right? They, right. That's where right. They, they... You're a shaman. Um, you know, I wouldn't consider myself... Um, I'm I'm still in the matrix, right? I, I'm able to walk the path, but I see the true shaman is the one who is really off in nothing, just not really seeking anything or interesting, anyone, and it's just okay. in the medicine. And uh, I do see that as a future, but for right now, there's a mission to complete. <laughs> You're like an apprentice, correct? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> correct correct that's a cool path though man i mean when did that strike you that that's what you wanted to do 
Um, that's funny. It was never something that I wanted to do. Um, uh, yeah, I probably should, probably should have stayed right. like that. <laughs> who, who grows up wanting to be that, right? You just, it just kind of like picks you. Yeah, you freaking random man. Um, but it was, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it sounds so cliche, but it was definitely, um, you know, I, I ate the, the medicine, the mushroom. Um, and after it spoke, it said, um, <clears throat> uh, it just said, you know, I, I approached it wanting to find out some answers. And it said, you're not ready to receive the answers. And it said, you need to clean yourself. And it told me what I needed to do. So I did it. Um, I stopped drinking. I stopped eating meat. Um, I just did some things that I knew I had to do. Not that everyone mm-hmm. had to do. I just had to do it for myself. And I listened. Um, and then I approached it again um, with no fear. I, I didn't have the greatest ride, but I didn't have any fear. I went in again. Um, and it started to open itself up more and more because it, it, what I was gathering was it was studying me as much as I was studying it. Mm. And it was, um, it saw the respect that I had for it. So it was allowing me to go deeper and deeper because it in, in turn, it saw the respect that I had for myself. So I don't know if it was me allowing my subconscious in or what that game was or how science can explain that, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. But there was something that that's that's what was that's what was going on for sure. Oh man, it's, how much would you would you take on like a a heavy dose? I suppose. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the um, heaviest you've ever gone on a dose? Yeah, the heaviest I've ever gone on a dose was um, fifteen grams. Oh my god. <laughs> mm-hmm later yeah. gabriel <laughs> oh my god gabriel does not exist yeah and it really depends what species you go really heavy on right um all species are different and that's what's a fun thing about the mushroom as well so it can be very tailored to whoever um is working with it and whatever their intention is right mm-hmm. so they have very masculine um energies or trips if you will and there's very feminine um very loving nurturing and then there's very just cold and doesn't care about feelings right um interesting uh yeah so yeah very very interesting very interesting are you aware that the vikings used to eat mushrooms well interesting um you know before battle wow yeah to yeah about how that's that's really something you know i saw that inside a anime uh show um yeah yeah that's so funny. So they were eating the Amanita muscari. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. And th- have you ever heard? It's called Berserker. <laughs> when speaking of like Vikings. Wow. Yeah, that's exactly the term that I heard it under. Yeah, that's, that's what, what would happen. Fun. Yeah. So they would eat the mushrooms, and then they would go into this state of berserker, and Whoa. that's what they would do when they would go to battle. Wow. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. That's incredible. Yeah, that's what's really so cool about the mushroom. I'm so glad you brought that up because I feel like the mushroom is like pure energy. It, there's a lot of power there. There's yeah. a lot of energy. Um, and it's not, there's no label for it, right? It's not good or it's not bad. It's just energy. And whatever your intention is and whatever you bring into it, that's what that's what makes it what it is. Um so keep that in mind too if you approach this this medicine work with it. Um don't be don't fear what you run into. Um cuz you will make it what it is. Right. And like that point exactly like they were going to conquer. That's why they were going to war, so they used mm-hmm. that as an aid in doing so and like mm-hmm. you said it 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 doesn't discriminate. It's just energy. And wherever you channel that energy is where it's going to go. Boom. You said it. Yep. What do you think the um, the reason that psilocybin and LSD got like these bad raps? Hmm. That's a great question. I think it was all basically programming, right? Framing. Um, a lot of it was created by the same mm, institutions that gave it the bad raps right um so i see it all as just a a big game to gather data and intelligence and to 
properly mm, and effectively establish um, for what's about to um, approach now. And that's why we see um, everything unraveling, um, especially with, you know, um, Big Pharma and others trying to get into this psychedelic game. Um, right. Yeah, I think it's all been, and distractions are much heavier and stickier, right? I think all of this has, is, is, is all, you know, when you, when you have incredible machines and computers to, and supercomputers to gather a bunch of data, um, you, you use it. So, um, yeah, in that it's, regard. It's Looney Tunes to me, like how there's just, there's such a big stigma around it, or there was, not so much now, but with weed especially like this is a, a prime example like back when i was in high school in around 2002 like if you smoked weed or anyone knew you had weed on you honest to god you were looked at as a terrorist wow. like it was like if you had that on you you should be banished like what's wrong with you you're a drug dealer you're part of the cartel you're killing people like even wow. if you had like a 10 spot on you like that's what wow. you were looked at but wow. then like when where'd you, where'd you go sudden, to high school I'm out in uh, Illinois, oh, Chicago. Okay. okay, okay. Yeah. And wow. So all of a sudden, in a year's time, like it goes from illegal to legal. <laughs> and now all of a sudden, like it's just wiped out. Like it's okay now. You can have weed now. Oh, there's yeah. benefits now. So yeah. I, like big pharma and like the, yeah. the mm -hmm. big companies really lost mm. my trust. That was a huge right. moment when they lost my trust. Mm. I don't really believe what you say when it comes to drugs. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, that's funny, man. That's funny. Yeah, I think we all need to have that moment of, hmm, you know, we all have so much faith and then seeing like, oh, okay, well, man, maybe, all right, I have to be more aware. Just keep it at that. I have to be more aware yeah um and yeah that's the beauty of of exactly what we're speaking about and working with some of these psychedelics if you will because that's exactly what you do you become very much aware and you see through um all the con games um you see through all of them and then you start to question all of uh that if you will and then once you start to see how all of that starts to fall apart you start to get more powerful yourself which which means that everything that you always turned away from about yourself is actually true so then you start to, to turn towards you know um different theories and different com concepts of how to see yourself if so the red sense. pill moments yeah put it that way and then that's right. when that's when life starts to get a little fun right mm -hmm. for sure <laughs> yeah, you like almost you transcend a little bit. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> I'm reading this book called Chaos. Have you ever heard of it? It's about uh, no. the Manson family. No, interesting. It's, ama it's an it's an amazing book, man. There's just so much more to those murders than what was led to believe. Hmm. It like it just gets pretty deep, but. Like it happened in the sixties. It happened in 69 wow. and LSD was obviously a giant part in it. Right. But it's the book wow. is stating, and this guy did so much research. He's, he's amazing. But like, uh, have you ever heard of, um, MK ultra? Yeah, absolutely, man. Okay. For the listeners out there, MK ultra was where I think it was the CIA would take these John Doe's and try and use LSD to perform mind control over these folks, you know, just to see what would happen. So they would dose them up in this room with LSD and, you know, they would obviously get freaked out because you're tripping and you don't know you're tripping. Right. And then some CIA members who like, you don't know they're the CIA, but would try and, and do some mind tricks on you. So that's yeah. MK Ultra, and sorry about the the bad, you know, <laughs> overview. There's probably a lot more I'm missing, but for this story, they're saying that Manson himself was tied in with the CIA under MK Ultra. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it Absolutely. becomes like this this weapon for LSD of why LSD is so horrible because these vicious murders of an actress and multiple people got slayed because of LSD. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. While yeah. while while the person who undergone that trauma is posted as the worst person ever, right? And he's probably Correct. sees the game of all of it and the illusion of all of it and is trying to Yes. Uh speak out in a way that anyone can pay attention. Um through the whole distraction. Yeah, it's incredible, man. It's incredible stuff. Yeah. And in no way do I condone anything that, that happened. But um, yeah, to look back at history and to observe and to learn, if you will, um, it's very, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's very alarming, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because why would they stop? So what, what's happening right now where they're, they're lying to us? Like, that's why I love what you said, man. You're like, the mushrooms help you be more aware. And yeah. that's like what it's all about is just having this awareness, just this right. clarity, right. you know, but some people love to be controlled and right. like guided where to go. Right. Like some people love that. Right. Ignorance is bliss, you know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's um, yeah, absolutely. Ignorance is yeah. big time bliss. Um, and, and, you know, it's not, not everyone is supposed to awaken to this, right? Um, right. You need those to be asleep for those to awaken, right? So it's um, it's like the great sacrifice at, at the same because everyone's playing their perfect their perfect part. So to be able for us to know that, and not get stressed out about that, but to plant seeds in very creative and authentic ways, and just watch them flourish. Um, yeah, that's very um. It's very beautiful because you see that you're on the mission and you're doing the work, but there's something outside of yourself that's really doing a bigger work that you're just right. a small part of. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's interesting to me why so many people are so for like protecting the system. Hmm. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, absolutely. I know exactly what you mean by that. Okay. <laughs> Dude, there's like, there's, bro, bro, there's like levels to that awareness, man. Like there's levels, man. There's levels, levels, yeah. levels, levels. Um, Yeah, man, because one, one will think that, you know, I don't believe in this anymore. You know, I don't believe in what they're saying and blah, blah, blah. But they'll still be watching the news because they just don't believe in what that yeah. side is saying. Yeah, man. It's like, you, you don't understand, bro. They're playing a giant game on you. They, they, yes. No one, no one doesn't like each other there's no bad there's probably nothing really terrible going on it's just constant constant bombardment of negative shit that's all portrayed dude you know how easy it is to create a a a stage set and and for green screen and to make it look so official so simple dude it is so simple but like most of the public doesn't know this that's they why they're all to know this. They don't want to know it, but that's why they're all consumers at the same time, right? They they don't understand how it all works, and that's why they're on the other side of the table. Because if they saw how easy it was, they would be, they, they I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I'm just speaking for myself. I'm sure a lot of people, if they only knew how easy it was, they would, they would choose to, um, eg- exit the matrix if they knew they could, and if they, if only they knew they could exit the matrix while still being in it um yeah that's that's yeah it's it's there for people and it's there in the most random way possible and i i broke my head trying to figure out the game, <laughs> uh, and trying to figure out my purpose and my way to operate in it um my way to operate in it um and the mushroom helped identify that um these plants and it's so random it might sound very woo woo but man it's funny the the people that I journey with and I work with are, are not the walking on the on, on the earth barefoot type right they're very right. in the matrix and have superpowers and are very well established and they're looking for something more they want to bridge a gap from living a life of you know not having purpose to having purpose um yeah and, and, and to having their moments of clarity um and yeah that's that's what you get out of this so I say that just you know, for any listener in general, it doesn't matter if you're looking for expansion in business or for a creative idea or to self-heal, get rid of migraines, whatever your intention is, man. Mm-hmm. Um, just open up to the magic of, of mushrooms and you'll, you'll, you may be pleasantly surprised. Um, yeah. And if you need any advice or suggestions, feel free to, you know, 
give me a call or check out the website. I'm sure you'll put, you know, links to whatever inside. Um, oh, yeah. At the end of, at the, end of the podcast, I'll give yeah. you a, a couple yeah. minutes to shout out your stuff so yeah. everyone can get yeah. on that for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but, but yeah, always here. What do you think the next step is for humans hmm. as far as like, like, do we become part of the machine, like AI, like mm. cyborg? What what happens next, do you think? That's a great question, because it's like, well, what are we already? Have you ever thought about <laughs> yeah. that? Like, I, I say we're cyborgs already, because we don't, the phone right. never leaves the hand for most people. Right, absolutely. I feel like, um, hmm. yeah, I feel like the great illusion is, is yeah, I feel, yeah, we could, who knows, right? I think, um, I think we are possibly at a very high level. Um, super awareness may sound super and go over a lot of people's heads, but I feel like we are AI already, just starting to self-realize itself. Um, oh, Jesus, man. Yeah. and um, Oh, you I, just gave me a panic attack, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah, I know it's deep, dude. But um, yeah, um, yeah, I, I think that's what, what it is. So yeah, I think we're naturally going to end up merging with ourselves, which is that and I feel like that's what we've already done before, which is why we're here now. And it's just a constant kind of cycle that we're kind of unaware of. Um, and why we are unaware of, I don't know. Um, but it's as if the mushroom, the mushroom, at least for me, it, it starts to make you more aware of these things. Um, and I don't, I don't, I don't know why, um, but it leads to creation and those creations just get, pulsated out into the the mass public sphere of energy and what what that happens and what you know comes from that i don't know but in my mind that's what i would consider a legacy and um the mushroom spoke a long time ago and i decided to give it all up to it um so it showed itself and um yeah, that's all I'm here to do is just to leave behind creations to help people um, find find their medicine or to find the mushroom. Mm -hmm. From what you're saying, man, it, like I just had this kind of realization that it's almost like the mushroom grew us. Mm -hmm. Like created mm -hmm. us to do physical things. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, because uh, exactly a, a, a fungus can only do so much and the fungus is so, so smart and intelligent that it almost like sourced us. Mm -hmm. It's very efficient. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's extremely aware. Yeah, absolutely. I, I can totally see that. That's, um, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know how to say no to that, if that makes sense. And I microdosed too, and I know you did. So that's like the mushroom speaking to itself, if you will. And it, Correct. it, could, it, it couldn't doubt itself. So it's intuitively, it's just like, all right, well, you know, I'll put that one on the board. This is the beautiful thing about conversation, man. Like that thought would have never come into existence right. without speaking to you. Right. And since you're microdosing and I'm microdosing, this is the creation. It's almost as like the fungus is communicating with each other. Correct. Uh -huh. Wow. Yep. To be aware of it. Yes. Cheers. It's nice Cheers. to speak to you, brother. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. It's so powerful. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially when you see it for what it is. It's a, it's, yeah, it's a great blessing, you know, grateful, grateful just to kind of be alive. Um, yeah. And be a part of all this. Right. Um, yeah. And then sometimes I forget what I'm a part of and other times I'm, I'm very aware of what I'm a part of. And, you know, it, uh, you know, it's just the roller coaster of this human experience is um, something I'm grateful for. Absolutely. And being healthy while I still have health. And yeah, it's great. Yeah. Like don't take anything for granted. Right. Right. I, I'm told, and the, the thing that I like to give myself props for is that I'm a very good listener, and I listen to 
um, seniors, like the elder. And a lot of them say the same thing, that life happens fast. Like, it goes by so quick. And it's like, why why would I not listen to that knowledge being spoke to me when I've heard it so many times? Like, obviously, there's a common denominator here. So why would I just sit around and not do anything? Because life is going to pass by quick. And we don't know exactly what the next experience is, like, after physical death Mm -hmm. like we don't know what happens no one could be for certain so while you can like get out there and enjoy being with friends communicating trying new things like that's that's one thing that that bothers me is that people are i don't know what it is maybe ego is stopping them from trying new things because it's too hard or they, they they think they won't be good at it when they first pick it up but i've never really had that i've i didn't i never cared what anyone thought of me if i want to do something because i found it fascinating or enlightening or just like it looks like joy i'm gonna try it i'm going to do it while i can while i'm healthy while i'm active while i'm still youngish right yeah man. i'm glad you said that yeah i'm the same way absolutely and that's it that's important just to just to do it, just do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, if someone wants to to come to Gabriel and experience uh, a psychedelic experience, like what's what's the entire process? Like, what does that look like? Yeah, man. Um, the way that would work is to go to the website www.finallydetached.com and you would, you would watch the video. It would give you a brief little overview, but put in your information. And what I would do is set up a call with you. And what the process looks like is really getting a gauge of where you are, what your intention is, and what you're looking to really get out of the experience. Um, and depending on where you are, we're going to have a pre-ceremony discussion um and protocol established right so we'll go through a reprogramming of the mind phase um really getting yourself set up for what you're going to receive lay the base foundation the tracks if you will um so affirmations hypnotherapy um meditations uh, maybe some basic yoga mind body soul alignment right um and then we'll go into the rewiring stage which is the actual journey itself and that's where we're going to have our journey that might be whatever the intake decides and whatever we feel is best to really guarantee breakthrough um, for your intention. Um, Maybe a one day, maybe a three day event, um, really depends, but we're going to have multiple journeys and we'll go super deep. Um, And then from there, we're going to have an integration phase. And that's where we're really taking the rituals that you learn from, you know, you're reprogramming the mind phase um, and really establishing them and using them to move from where you are and stepping into your future self, whatever that mind's eye vision is. Um, And you find that you're out of your way because of the medicine helps you kind of dissolve that barrier. So some of these woo-woo concepts and things that were harder to do in the past um, are very easy to accomplish. Um, And that's what it kind of looks like in a full. And that process may take you, you know, three months. It may take you a full year, but it's very customized to who you are and where you're from and what you're looking to attain. And, um, and that's how, that's how we approach it. How many people have you guided? Oh, that's a great question. Um, uh, many, many, um, definitely over a hundred, over a hundred. We can say, Whoa. Mm -hmm. Wow. And I'd imagine that each one is in its own unique kind of way just because you're dealing with a completely different human being absolutely absolutely yeah because it's all customized to the individual um you know we really don't follow the same protocol for each person unless the person is coming and they really are just looking to experience a psychedelic experience i got you right you know what i'm saying um yeah. for those yeah. that really are coming and they're serious no it's always different and it's always for that individual um yeah. And, and after that whole experience, that's where we step into the microdosing, right? So that integration phase is where we really get into the microdosing and learning how to cultivate your own medicine. The goal mm. is to teach you how to do this on your own, right? To practice this on your own. Um, so 
you can cut out the middleman. I don't even want you coming back to me until you need to go so deep that you can't do that on your own and you need someone there. And that's why I'm here to take you past these thresholds. But that's even if you're called to go there. But until then, you're just building a relationship to get to a place where you're comfortable operating in this this here and now moment. And if you're called, um, we can go much deeper. Mm-hmm. You nailed it, man. You You said exactly what at the beginning of the podcast, I was just so, so upset about the, uh, the big pharma, what they do. They don't heal people. You want to heal people. You like, you just said you don't want to see them again, unless it's like absolutely a necessity, right? Cause that's the goal. Trying to heal people from the root cause. Right. And they find out that it's in their own minds. So that's why our approach is very mindful. Um, we want th- we want to show them how powerful their own mind is. Um, because that's where most of, that's where all the magic is, man. Um, if only people knew how powerful that was. And if we cannot accept a thought or be able to reject a self-limiting belief, something so simple can really change everything. Mm-hmm. Right. So what's the atmosphere like? Oh, that's a great question. Um, It's very psychedelic, very intimate, (laughs) very um, peaceful. The atmosphere is is very chameleon. It's whatever it needs to be to meet for the individual. Um, There's no, I was trained clinical and as well as religious as an initiated curandero. So um, able to wear the mask of walking between the worlds, right? So I, I don't make anything too dogmatic, if you will. Um, it's really whatever the individual, the journeyer, is going to be more prone to in that moment. Um, um, no set protocol. Mm-hmm. It's just like a full, fully tailored experience, which is exactly the way it should be. Because the set and setting is just like... <laughs> A very important piece to the puzzle. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. The set setting and then the skill, right? Your set and setting is going to have a big impact on the journey. But then the skill of the facilitator will be able to, if you ever pass a threshold or go into a place that you can't really handle, they can help to turn a bad trip into possibly the best trip of your life. Are you able to elaborate on that? Like, I'm sure you you must have Absolutely. dealt with at least someone that was having a kind of troubling mm-hmm. phase during it. And then, like, what would you do to try and guide someone back on path? Absolutely, yeah. That's um, the confidence in yourself. That's being the the mirror for them, right? Um, ah. They're studying you and your confidence because, and you have to have the confidence, your authenticity of being where they were and where they are now. You had to been there before. Um, mm-hmm. And when you have, you know how to handle that situation with very calm, very calm demeanor, very calm perspective. And they can feel that. They can literally read that. Um, they read through everything because they're very aware. Yes. Um, so if you're faking, you're going to know. Um, but if you're, if you're there fully, they read that, they feel that. I usually recommend tools um, to help get them out of Um, their own heads. So CBD is a great tool just to help ground someone Mm -hmm. um, and to kind of nullify the journey, um, kind of close down those receptors, if you will. Yeah. Um, But I like to use hape and hape is a tobacco snuff and it's a little more indigenous, if you will. Um, So that's kind of how we walk between the worlds. But um, the hot day is very grounding, especially the species that I use or the mixture, if you will, that I use. And um, that helps take the journey out of their head and into the space, into their body, grounded into this moment, but their journey continues. So they're able to ground and be still while their mind is able to float and continue on with the journey. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I find that a helpful tool. And, and that's just one one of many ways to help... Um, during a freak out, right? You ha- you may right. notice that sometimes journeyers don't know how to react to the medicine, right? So they're moving around a lot. And as a facilitator, you might realize, okay, they're very uncomfortable. So maybe they're trapped in a loop, right? So you start to notice where their mental loops are occurring 
um, and how they're triggered and how they occur. And you just help the individual to stay out of their own way. Um, you don't, <laughs> you're not in their way. You just help them to stay out of their own way. Right. And yes, you're yes. out of the way as much as possible. Um, so the medicine can do the work. Yeah, you seem like you have a lot of experience in this, which is a big confidence boost for, I would say, if any of the listeners are going to contact you, that's that's wonderful to have under your belt. Um, you, you did remind me of a story, a personal story, when you were saying that people, like when you're on psilocybin and you're tripping, like people can see the truth because they're so aware. Me and my friend were were probably on the verge of about to start coming down from our trip. And we went to go get some tacos outside and it was right across the street from a bar and the bar was packed. And me and my friend were, were outside on this picnic table and we're just eating, enjoying each other's company. It was just me and him. And we're still like vibing pretty damn hard. Like we're completely on a different frequency, but the one thing that this frequency didn't mesh with was the alcoholics across the street yelling mm. at each other, just mm. such a harsh tone and screaming. And whatever that did to me, to my core, like, I'm like, man, I never want to be like that again. I don't ever want to be on that frequency of an alcoholic or drunk again like that. That was mean. That mm. I, It felt vicious, but I'm not trying to say that alcohol is bad because it's fun it's it's a social thing i think it depends what you do with that tool as with everything you know if, if you if you have a hammer you can build a house or you can break your finger it just matters right. what you do with it right but it, we were just on completely different frequencies and it was like very apparent at that time wow yeah thank you for sharing that story yeah man uh, i i totally agree it's like it becomes um uh, kind of like an emotional or an energetic scarring if you will in certain situations just scar and they stick with you and you're just like okay that's you telling yourself something that you know deeply and then it's up to you just to kind of act on it and then if you do it leads to something else and just kind of unfolds mm -hmm. what do you think i want to ask your opinion on something because this same night that me and my friend were we're tripping we went to an arcade and it was just us in this arcade it was kind of like this uh secluded spot but there was this machine it was like a uh kind of like a small little bowling alley machine and it had these these tremendous lights on it man like green blue white and it was so vibrant and my friend just kept touching it and almost like harnessing its energy and he laid on it and he just felt <laughs> he felt like he was so loved and like back in the womb or something like he did not want to <laughs> let this go like he built a relationship with it <laughs> <laughs> yeah what do you what do you want what do you want do you want to know what i think about that or what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like should i send him away to get help yeah i want to know what you think <laughs> no, was... man. no that's a natural experience man he's probably just on a high dose of mushrooms and he just yeah he, he, you know he that 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 was the spot man and you just gotta it was the spot it was experience. wild yeah man yeah and he'll never forget that spot <laughs> <laughs> Neither will I, because I recorded it. It's on my phone. <laughs> <Right. laughs> That's hilarious. It's so funny, though, man. So I wondered, like, after seeing that, because when you're a kid, when you're young, I almost kind of feel like you have all of the, the vibes of, like, tripping, like, all the energy, like, all the positive energy when you're really young. Mm -hmm. Like, everything's happy and you're in a good mood so when kids go to arcades like that's why they're so excited and stimulated and, ha and happy right yeah yeah man yeah kids got it right dude they got it right. yeah they do <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, well gabriel man it was a pleasure talking with you i'm glad you came on here i learned so much from you and i'm sure the listeners did too you're you're an experienced vet in this field and i love talking about this topic man i love it so much i think there's there's a lot of research to be done and mm -hmm. i hope a lot of people that that need it get it with uh psychedelics i think it it's gonna change mm -hmm. 
a lot of ways the people people think i think it'll mm -hmm. bring a lot of us closer together if available mm -hmm. and i want to give you the chance just to uh go ahead and tell your website how people can contact you those types of methods in your social media yeah absolutely so yeah you guys can feel free to contact me at www.finallydetached.com that's where we can schedule a call and have a nice conversation um, you can find me on Facebook at Finally Detached, as well as on YouTube um, at Finally Detached. Um, we have a nice uh, documentary that we just released. So if you want to see a behind the scenes journey, you can um, go ahead and check that out. Wonderful. Yeah, I checked it out. It was, it was really heartwarming. <laughs> you know, it was, it was really well done. So nice job on that. And keep up the good work, man. We need more people like you around there. I'm, I'm happy living knowing that you're out there oh man same same man i'm just a reflection of you and we're just all doing the work so yeah cheers man cheers to the journey. cheers appreciate you gabriel everyone at home go check out gabriel's website and expand your mind peace